Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. I am your host, Frank LaRosa, and I'm joined here in our brand new studio, not quite done, but almost done, with the president of Elite Consulting Partners, my right-hand man, Dale Dempsey. What's cooking? Oh, uh, the new studio. It's actually, it's, it's great in here. Pretty good, right? The new recipe turned out really, really nice. It's delicious. It's all about visualization and seeing it and then getting it done. So we got a couple of things we're still missing to sign. For those of you that are watching us on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa, you'll be able to see some of our background a little bit, some of our side shots, brought in some new cameras. So we got different angles, which is really great. We got a really cool desk. It's made out of bamboo and it rises up. It's really cool. We'll get our sign going soon, but soundproof wall, soundproof wall, which is behind us. So we had some uh, little design working. I got some of that stuff off of Etsy, going out into the what I call the the universe, <laughs> <laughs> not the metaverse, but the universe. Did you look on uh, Pinterest for uh, like acoustic inspiration? Yeah, something like that. I I I went and did a whole bunch of research on what was going to work and what I thought I could put up. We did it ourselves, which is great. So, so part of this is what you're, what you're saying. What I think I hear you saying is part of this, you went onto like some social media platforms and got some inspiration, yeah. built it. And now here we are. Yeah. Interesting sort of. to say. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's sort of fortuitous given the topic that we want to talk about today. And that is, you know, sort of embracing social media, embracing the internet as a way of expanding your business and improving your business. You know, we've been talking about this. We've been doing our podcast now for a couple of years now. And, you know, when we first got into it, it was a little bit uncomfortable. Quite honestly, it's still a little uncomfortable. But having nice Herman Miller chairs makes it a little more comfortable. Yeah, you can see I'm them. I'm so but, happy uh, you got the Herman Miller chairs. Yeah, they're nice chairs. Shout out to Herman Miller. There you go. One of the things that I, I did want to talk about as it relates to our first podcast here in our new studio is I still don't see financial advisors embracing sort of, I'll just say new technology as it relates to social media, the new platforms that they should be using to enhance their their business practice, enhance their brand, going after new clients. I just don't think that no matter how, how long you've been in the business, maybe the younger advisors in the space are doing it, but I don't see the more experienced advisors doing the things that they need to do as it relates to social media online branding, I'm not talking about branding with brochures and, and email lists and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, and by the way, I don't necessarily, when I look at LinkedIn, I consider LinkedIn sort of the bottom of that social media platform world. LinkedIn is, is really, it's a limited platform. It's expensive to use if you want to advertise. And limited in the sense that most firms won't let advisors have a lot of interaction on there. You don't get a lot of interaction that you would want from a prospecting standpoint. Well, you're not allowed. It would be considered client communication or prospect communication. So you have to be careful with what you say, even in a DM. 
look, it's good for social branding to an extent, but again, it's probably the most expensive out there that I can think of. Now, maybe this is actually, this is a good segue to, to talk about some of that. So Tina and Steve really head up our marketing organization. And what they're able to provide to advisors is these concepts and and implement these ideas and strategies and and help advisors run them day to day so they they can get into that that world deeper than they already are or just to get started. So one of the things that that Steve was actually talking about today was pros and cons of LinkedIn. It's got a not exactly the largest audience that you would want, but it's it's all professional and it's expensive, but you can get pretty focused. They, they think they know their user pretty well, right? I mean, they've got a, you're talking about a resume, you can look at the interactions. And then if you kind of flip all the way to the other side of the spectrum, platforms like Reddit or TikTok, it's a harder time to figure out who you're actually talking to and what you're spending money on. So, you know, what they help you do is weigh out, well, look, is Facebook and YouTube our best option for what we want to do? And to your point, that could be a lot of things. It could be client prospecting. It could be developing your brand awareness. And your personality. You know, I think that that's a great point. You have to look at each of those platforms for what it is, right? So I would say that LinkedIn, and, and we use LinkedIn quite a bit, as everybody knows, if you haven't watched us, but you know, you look at it, I'll say TikTok. No, I don't, I don't use TikTok. I don't go on TikTok. I don't have a TikTok account. So maybe I'm preaching to the choir here, right? Or well, I, I, don't, I don't have one either. Black, but, <laughs> you know, I would say TikTok and even to some extent, Instagram are, are an opportunity and a platform for you as a financial advisor to show who you are as an individual, right? Not what do you think about the market necessarily, but show who you are as a person because, one of the main reasons that clients decide to go with one financial advisor or another is they like them, right? right. They like them. Most financial advisors are smart. I don't know. Maybe there are a couple that aren't that all, all that smart, but they're good salespeople. But for the most part, financial advisors are smart individuals. So what separates one from the other? Why does a client choose one financial advisor over the other financial advisor? It really just comes down to, do they like you? Do they like your personality? And so- I look at Instagram and even TikTok as platforms to show who you are. We worked with one client, if you remember, and this client likes to bake cakes. He's a, he's a, oh, right. He likes to bake cakes for yeah. for a hobby, right? It relaxes him. It's, even for clients. Right, right. And so he bakes cakes for client birthdays and stuff like that. And you know, the first thing I told him was I said, you should be filming just with your camera or whatever it is, with your phone, you should be filming your you're baking a cake for your client talking about the client or the relationship or why you're baking the cake even short little clips and then putting that out on Instagram and LinkedIn right so LinkedIn's the base is the base like everything you put out on Instagram should go out on LinkedIn for the most part but I was trying to explain to him that he should use that which is unique to him which creates an interesting story for him which then also talks about how he treats his clients, he should be putting that out on social media. And he's really not. Facebook, don't forget, we really should talk. So Facebook and Instagram are basically the same, right? And you have Twitter. I think Twitter's sort of like hyper content. It's good though. But look, again, you got to know who you're talking to and and to what you're saying. You have too many guys get in trouble from Twitter because I think they feel like they can 
make comments and stuff like that. And, and oh, uh, oh, sure. Firms are going to want look at these things, and so part of it is figuring out what your firms allow you to use and not use. And if I look at the movement of these firms and what they're comfortable with, it's LinkedIn, it's Facebook. Some of the firms are now they're getting more comfortable with Facebook, Instagram. I think Twitter to a degree. Then there's TikTok sort of on the far right. But it really is really about how do you, in this day and age, get more people to understand who you are as an individual. When I was an advisor, I used to do seminars, right? And I'd have to send out mailers and I would have to make cold calls. And I would, you know, I would send out an email and I'd get 10 or 20 people at a seminar and I would talk about whatever topic. But really what I was trying to do was get them to meet me, meet my wife, well, girlfriend, fiance, then wife at the time, right? And get to know us as individual people that we care about them as our potential clients, that we're not idiots, right? We know what we're talking about. So here's some basic, you know, investment 101 or estate planning strategy, some basic thing. But ultimately, it was about connecting with them on a personal level. Right. That's right? the goal. That's the goal. Actually, so you bring up a good point. Why are you going to do these things beyond brand awareness? You got to come up with some goals here. And one of them is probably going to be conversion of, of followers or candidates or however you want to define it. Because you know that's obviously probably the biggest reason that most advisors are going down this path is not necessarily the brand awareness, which is great. And you definitely want to find your voice. Like I can, I can hear you, you saying that. You want to figure out who your personality is on these platforms and play to that. But the real key driver to this and what I think is most important is what you're saying is, so you did all that, but now what, right? You're going to have to, the end goal should be getting them from an engagement with your social media content to talking about business, talking about how you can help them with their needs. I mean, they're not, they're not on there most likely just to be entertained because you've got the best chart in the country. Yeah, look, I see what you're saying, right? And it's what's in it for me right? Hey, you're a great person. You know, you're a great person. You're really smart. How does this, how does this help me as a client? So you have to learn and it takes practice, right? When you're talking about, so in the case with this client of ours that bakes cakes, right? So it's great that he bakes cakes and that's, that's a great thing. And it's a cool personality. It's a cool hobby. But what does that mean? What does that mean to a client, right? Well, the translation that he needs to make is that I'm baking these cakes which is something that's near and dear to my heart, but I'm then giving these cakes to my clients who are near and dear to my heart because I care about my clients, right? And I know them personally. I know that this client likes, you know, a, a vanilla, cherry, whatever, or this client's like loves, she loves chocolate. So I'm going to make her a triple chocolate cake, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Like, so what he has to do, and he, and he hasn't done this, this is the point, but what he has to do and what you're saying is you have to translate you're who you are as an individual to what does that mean for the client? Like, why is it important to them? Why should I come open my account with you? Cause you make a good chocolate cake, right? I, it's not, I, it's I, not because of that. It's not because of that. And I don't think you, you start a social media profile or presence because by default you, you just should going into it. You need to figure out a, like what platforms will your firm let you be on and come up with some goals. If it's just branding, and social branding and, and getting more people to see your brand. So when you are face to face with prospects, they might recognize you or, or the algorithms will point their media back to you. 
when you part ways, or maybe it is conversion. But if you don't have a goal in there, then you're going to be lost in what's a rapidly expanding space. You're going to be caught up in sort of someone else's sales pitch. You needed to come right back to why you were doing it in the first place. And I don't think there's anything wrong with baking cakes just for the sole purpose of getting in front of your current clients or even prospects with you know little expectation that you're going to garner new business. That might just be like a service and retention strategy. Right. I, yeah. I think that, you know, with our, so we, one of the things that we have, we have a, what we call a fractional CMO service. And that is basically taking our social media marketing team and, and helping advisors execute on a plan, right? Because advisors will make the, the decision to, okay, I want to do something. And they go to a firm that's going to let them do something. And then the firm says to them, you know, here's all the stuff that we have to offer. And we have compliance approved letters and emails and posts and Instagram posts and Facebook posts and et cetera. And the advisor goes, oh, that's awesome, right? And then they never use any of it because they still have to execute. And it's very difficult then to execute. There are systems that you have to use. There has to be a broader plan in terms of how do you incorporate all of the different options that are available to you in your marketing plan. And so what we try to do is we then bring it all together get an understanding of who the advisor is, what they're all about, what firm they're with, because then we can we access we can access their pre-approved content. And then we can sort of we put together plans, quarterly plans, an annual plan. Okay, what we're gonna be doing, how many times a week are we gonna post, what are we gonna post, on what platforms, what kind of interaction. There's some degree of creating content, you know, understanding how liberal the firm is going to be and allowing an advisor to create I'll call it ad hoc content. You know, many people watch me into my car and I'm making a video about my thoughts for the day or something like that. And then we put that out, right? So you have to figure out if you can do that because that actually gets some of the highest visibility of any of the stuff that I put out. So you have to figure out what your firm will allow in those areas. So we have this big fancy, like we have this podcast studio now, which is great. We love it. We have the lights and three cameras and, you know, all this stuff is great. But the reality is some of my best content comes from me either driving in my car or using my cell phone, right? And when I'm at the boxing gym, just taking a video and recording thoughts that are, I think, are important to financial advisors, right? Right. And so you need to be able to figure out the formal stuff. So I'll call it the formal pre-approved posts and all that stuff and the informal stuff that's more personality-driven but having a plan is critically important. We feel like we can do it in a more unique way because, because of we're doing it now. So not only are we doing it, but then we help advisors figure out what they should be doing. And the reason why we really started this with the fractional CMO program is because like our client that, that does the cakes, right? I can tell everybody what they should be doing and they're all great ideas, but they don't execute on them because they don't have the manpower or the willingness or the person that's holding them accountable to do it. So that's why we started doing it. I think it's starting to work. Oh, it's been great. Another reason we started it, the SEC loosened some of the, the rules around advertising, marketing, and engagement. So if you're an investment advisor, more specifically, this is the best time ever to get out there and tell your story. Because 
the Securities and Exchange Commission has come back and said, hey, we we actually we want more engagement and presence out there in front of the general public. We're going to make it easier for you to do that. And so this is really an important time to get out there. Really, the, the space is, is dominated by a handful of advisors right now. Y'all probably already know who they are. You see them on TV. You see them on the internet. And, you know, they're really just, they sort of got to this promised land first years ago. But that doesn't mean that that there isn't a lot more land to, to come by. You've got it's, it's a huge getting, bandwidth. It's just getting started. It's just getting started because firms, the SEC, is finally getting comfortable with this whole idea of, you know, you're having these conversations anyway with clients at baseball games and soccer games and kids, you know, soccer games and all this other stuff. So why can't you have the same type of conversation, you know, online? So when I look at Instagram slash Facebook, but primarily Instagram versus versus LinkedIn, or really, should I say, when I look at Instagram, I see a lot more RIAs and IAs, wealth, you know, pure advisory driven firms on Instagram. Then I see your traditional wirehouse retail advisor, primarily because the wirehouses and the W-2 firms are more critical and more cautious, but they're getting there. And so the whole point of this conversation is you need to be ahead of the curve here. And I still think if you're out there, if you're starting to do this, first of all, if you're out there now, you're ahead of the curve, right? If you're already doing that stuff, congratulations. I see some friends of mine, you know, I have a friend that is that Morgan Stanley, you know, I'm proud of him because he gets out there. He he says his setup in in the office. Clearly, Morgan Stanley is letting him do it, and he puts out sort of this weekly commentary. You know, I mean, there's some coaching I can do. I, I could suggest to him he needs to be a little bit looser, a little more casual. But I love the fact that he's doing it, and which is what you said before. He's doing it on a consistent basis because one of the things that I've learned personally that you mentioned is you're not going to see a result right away. Like you're not actually just going to go like, hey, I put a post out. Why hasn't the phone rang yet? Right. Right. Like, <laughs> right. It doesn't happen. It's it's a longer term thing. I don't know. It's like cultivating a good garden. It takes time to really develop and for the roots to take hold and then to really grow. That's what my experience was at the very beginning. You know, when I first started doing this, I was like, "Where? I don't understand. Like, how do I measure results? And, yeah. you know, am I getting my money's worth and all this other stuff? Right. But when you start getting phone calls, you start getting recognized. And when you're traveling, you know, I remember at one point you you did the whole penguin thing and we were traveling somewhere, <laughs> some conference, and someone called you out because they recognized you. They did. They, they recognized the me without concerts. wearing a penguin suit, right. which was interesting. But they made the comment but about you wearing a penguin suit. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> we should bring the penguin suit back. But the point was, <laughs> that was like one of the times where we were really like, wow, okay, people are- Yeah, the light are, bulb went off in my head. Right. Not only listening, but watching because yeah. he wouldn't have known if he, didn't ha- if he didn't watch on our YouTube channel, right? Right. You know, I think the other thing to consider is comments. Just a brief, a brief thought on that. There's a lot of firms, so they might allow something like a YouTube, but a lot of these, these platforms, they won't allow comments from any users on YouTube for your social media. So consider that. And there's been a shift from pre-recorded to live. And in live, you have like basically nothing but comments. You can turn those things on. So just probably the place to start is actually, you know, download some of these apps, even if you're not on them, and spend some time looking at what other people are doing 
I think you'll be inspired. And, and, you know, if you're not, if it's not clicking for you right now with what we're saying and our marketing officer and, and her team, we think Tina does a wonderful job putting these things together. I think it will, if you go out there, go look and see what, what other folks are doing and not even in financial services, just go, go see what's happening out there. This is where people's eyes are today. I, I walk around all the time and I see people on their phones everywhere. Yeah, look, it's a new way for you to expand your geography. So it's no longer about, you know, the community that you're in and 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 getting accounts within, you know, opening relationships and accounts within the community that you're in. If you do it the right way, your community is much broader now. You know, if you're traveling, if you go to, you know, different states for vacations all the time or you continue to go from, you know, between two states, you know, why not start marketing yourself in, in that other state or traveling and meeting with clients and documenting your, your stuff there so people know that you have clients that you have clients all over the country i think as an advisor you'd probably be surprised that your clients probably don't realize how many clients that you have that are not in your local town even if you have a client that's not in your local town they don't realize they think they're you know the sort of the outlier they think that they're one of the only few that you have not in your local community and when you start to show clients online that you're working with clients all over the country you become more referable all of a sudden because your clients feel like, oh, I didn't know he has you know, a handful of clients over in, in Denver. You know, I have a friend of mine. I, I'll refer him over. It's just expanding your marketplace, right? Thinking bigger. The last point I was going to make, because it was a, I think it's a great testament to what they're doing, but we work with a firm, a client of ours and good friend of mine over in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania called uh, Stonebridge Financial. And they were a Wells Fargo team. And they moved over to a more flexible, independent broker-dealer. And they've really ramped up their branding and marketing. I was having a conversation with him a few weeks ago. And he was just talking about how it took him about six to nine months of the, all of the multiple things that they were doing. So multiple touches, multiple branding opportunities. But what he started to recognize is he would go to events, charity events, organizational events, different things within his community. And people were starting to recognize him right? And recognize his brand from all the stuff that they're doing. When I say all the stuff, so it's the LinkedIn, it's Facebook and Instagram, it's the branding, it's the emails, it's some local advertising, it's charitable work that they're doing where their brand is all over the place. And he's seeing the result of that now because it's making it easier for him to go after business because people are more comfortable with with him as a financial advisor because they see his firm everywhere. Right. Yeah. Bring, brings credibility. It brings credibility. And so he's crushing it. And we were just talking about that, you know, how much money he spends on it, which is multiple six figures, but it pays itself back in spades. And we, we were really just talking about how it's now become an unfair competition in their marketplace because he's got so much scale and he's spending so much money that it's just this flywheel is rolling. And so any of his competitors now, they're starting from zero, right? It's going to take them you know, a while for them to catch up. So that's the kind of stuff that we want you all to be thinking about, right? That's why we're doing this today is because I just am not seeing what I should be seeing with advisors as firms are becoming more flexible and allowing you to do these things. You have to be able to do them. Self-promotion wise, you know, we started this fractional CMO service because I really got tired of telling advisors what they should be doing and then trusting that they're going to go do it. And so we come in 
and we hold them accountable. And Tina, like she holds me accountable to get my stuff done, holds our clients accountable to make sure that they're staying on track with all the content that needs to go out because you have to be consistent when you're doing social media marketing and branding. It's got to be consistent. It can't be a post every few weeks or whatever. It's got to be consistent all the time. There's all, all these algorithms that I don't really understand, but they talk about the algorithms and visibility and people seeing your stuff and that gets traction and then your stuff shows up higher in front of everybody's stuff. I don't know that stuff, but I do know that it does work. I do know that I was one of those naysayers at the very beginning that didn't think this stuff was going to work. It works. And I, try to, and I try to talk to every advisor that I can that's not doing it about doing it because it really is important for your brand. It's important for the legacy of who you are to put this stuff out there, put out the right way. Everybody knows you're smart. You don't have to do a video about how smart you are and talk about modern portfolio theory and all this stuff. Maybe do a little bit of that. And then the other part of it is talking about why it matters to clients, why it matters that they work with you, you know, your service model, your team, who you are as an individual, your family, all of those things are what clients really care about. They want to know that you care. Really yeah. is what it comes down to. Show that authenticity at all. Right, right. Anyway, we care. We care about our clients, which is why we do these things because we want to put out more content. So if you have any ideas that you want to hear about from us, let us know. We love to hear it. DM us. You can email Dale at Dale at EliteConsultingPartners.com. You can call him if you want. 856-316-4653. You can call me at 4651. Don't forget to go watch our YouTube channel, Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. It's really good. You'll be able to see some of our stuff on there. You'll be able to see as we're sort of building out our podcast studio. One of these days, we'll get a, we'll get a sign. It's a whole supply chain thing that everyone keeps talking about, which is ridiculous. But anyway, and don't forget to go to YouTube, wherever else you, you listen to your podcasts, like and subscribe. And listen, we don't, we don't advertise. We don't have firms. We've had some firms wanting to advertise on our shows. We don't have an interest in doing that. The only thing we ask is that you share the show with people. You share the show with someone that you think might it might be useful for and just you know, pay it forward. It's a way to pay it forward. We're trying to pay it forward. When we learn things from our clients, we feel like that's a great, whatever that issue is or, or something that we learned, we want to share it with our potential clients. That's just this audience here. So we appreciate it. Thank you for watching. And we'll look forward to our next conversation. Great talk. Great talk. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts.